Are you ready? Go. It's time, time to separate the men from the boys. boys. And get down to the business of sport right here on the world famous Ginger's Perspective. Hello and welcome to Football 2 Plus 3 on the Ginger's Perspective. Remember to check us out on cs2plusc.co.za, cliffcentral.com and on iTunes. The podcast can be found there, so look for the Ginger's Perspective and you can catch up with all the podcasts you might have missed as we continue to forge ahead in what has been an eventful football season to say the least. Mo, who is of course our football guru, let's start with your boy Wayne Rooney. 250 Premier League goals or goals for Manchester United, I beg your pardon, not Premier League goals. He's still got, I think, 65 to go before he reaches the great Alan Shearer's Premier League record. But Wayne Rooney still is a legend. The guy is a phenomenal player. And that free kick against Stoke was a piece of class. It really was class. Yeah, what a way to to beat the record eh? Uh, with a stunning free kick deep into injury time. Yeah, look, uh, he's been he's been a, a good player for them, but I felt I, I felt that Sir Bobby Charlton he had a certain class about him. He should have kept the record rather. I mean, Wayne Rooney is a mercenary. Who knows? Maybe next season he'll leave. You know, and there were lots of times in his career at Man United where he said he wants to leave. I don't think Bobby Charlton ever did that. You know, he was through and through Man, Man United. He loved that club. So yeah, look, he's got it, but I wasn't too chuffed about it. Look, <laughs> I know that you're not as happy. Clearly, you are a Sir Bobby fan. Um, but I, I think Rooney was very clever, or his agent was very clever, because there was that time where he was saying he wanted to move to Chelsea. And then, mm-hmm. obviously, with the tie-in with Nike and uh, the image rights as well as the club kit, uh, mm-hmm. I think at that time they were um, playing with the idea of maybe going to Adidas. Uh, there was quite a bit of speculation, but he drove his price up. He drove his stock up. And I suppose these days, footballers, you know, they are mercenaries. Let's be honest. Uh, you look at the deals at China. I saw a report saying they would pay him something like £700,000 a week. Does Wayne Rooney really need £700,000 a week at this stage of his career? Come on. Yeah, I know. That's ridiculous. You can't pay him that much. I mean, what is he going to buy with that money? A small country. I mean, yeah, really. He's got a record at Man United. He's got everything. The world was at his feet. He maybe buy a he'd buy a World Cup medal from someone, but uh, I was going to say, what's the price <laughs> of that? But I mean, on the topic of mercenaries, I mean, if you look at this this um, the Payet situation at the moment, he looks like he's pretty screwed, eh? He's uh, I think he, he came out too early about his uh, about wanting to leave. He should have waited till something was solid, and I believe like now Marseille are backing out of it. They've moved on to something else. And he's going to be stuck. So I wonder if he'll, you know, go to Slavon Village, apologize, and try and get back into the team. Not that West Ham need him. I mean, they've been doing fantastic since he's been out of the team. I mean, Andy Carroll is shining. Yeah, he's outstanding at the moment. Scored yet again this weekend. Your favorite player. He made. He was made famous <laughs> by Newcastle. Eh? Yeah, look, he's this talented boy, but he needs to stay fit, and that's been his biggest problem, hasn't it? It's been fitness and injuries, but. I think Dimitri Payet's going to find himself in the reserves for some time. Slavin Bilic is not going to have any of it. Even Carroll came out and said, um, one player doesn't make a team and we're fighting together. So I think that uh, Payet is hoping that someone from China comes along and uh, bids for him. But I definitely think that 
and he has uh, dug his grave at West Ham. Uh, he's still a quality player, but he forgets West Ham are the team that made him who he is today, not anyone else. West Ham. He needs to. He needs to be blowing bubbles up Slavin Bilic's backside. Actually. Anyway, we'll leave that for another day. Uh, on the speculation note, the transfer window. What we've got a full week and a bit, maybe. Uh, oh, what's it? Tuesday midnight, I think it closes, or one in the morning, or something like that. The January transfer window, but. Interesting story today, uh, Jose Mourinho linked with um, Anton Griezmann yet again and spurred on the fact that Paul Pogba and him are, are BFFs and that they play PlayStation together and do all sorts of things when they're uh, on duty with France. And of course, there's another guy, Bernardo Silva, uh, who is at 22 in the number 10 jersey, could be the man that fills the gap that Wayne Rooney's potentially going to leave because... Speculation is rife that he could well take up that that China move now that his options are running out at Old Trafford. Yeah, I think the Griezmann one is. It looks like it's a pretty much a done deal. It, they just need to release for January or for the summer. I think for the end of the season, okay. I think Atletico won't let him go now. They're no. heavily involved in the Champions League. Yeah, and I think it's also it might come down to Diego Simeone. What's happening with him? I believe he may not, you know, stay longer with him. It might, it might be interesting if, if Arsene Wenger leaves Arsenal you know, or goes up to the board and uh, you know uh, Diego Simeone comes to Arsenal. That would be interesting. Wenger at this stage, what's he been in charge for over 20 years now? 20 odd years. It's time for him to move along and give someone else a chance, bring something new. But uh, yeah, look, Griezmann, I think he'd join in, 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 the, in the summer transfer window. I don't think it would be now. Well... Let's see what happens because mm-hmm. still a week to go. I just find very difficult. I actually think this January transfer window, look, it has helped clubs immensely in the past. Um, but I, I think it's more for the relegated. Uh, the, exactly. The, the, it's, the, a, the it's a lifeline, right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, the top guys don't really go sign players. No. Either. Although. They're, they're happy with their squads. They've got balance. Yeah. Three years ago today, Juan Mata was at Old Trafford for a medical. Um, yeah, but I think that was a David Moyers move, and, uh, you know, <laughs> Dithering Dave, he does his own thing. Eh? But look, he's he's, uh, he's done well for United since he's come. I mean, he's he has, he has. Jose. He gets goals, even own goals so, uh, against, <laughs> against Stoke. Um, so, yeah, he's been, uh, there's, I think there were other few, but those were probably, you know, the one-off for the big clubs. They generally don't really sign guys in January. No, they don't. They don't. Uh, David Moyes also today uh, added Jolien Lescott to his Sunderland side, so the out-of-contract uh, out defender uh, well, joins... That's the type of players he's going to have to well, sign. Eh? Well, this is the thing. Sunderland are rock bottom. They were dismantled over the weekend by West Bromwich. And, I mean, West Bromwich are not a team... That, that dismantle teams. You know, Tony Pulis has done a phenomenal job at creating a rather gelled machine there, but it's more like a 1-0, let's grind out a 1-1, a 0-0, even if we have to. But yeah. West Brom, the baggies, doing the business at the moment, and Sunderland, rock bottom, I'm afraid, they are gone. I can't see them wrestling themselves out of that, that quagmire that they find themselves they, in. They won't wiggle with their way out. They, we, we said it before, they're done and dusted. Um, you know, and the thing is, <clears throat> they don't seem like a team like Newcastle that will, you know, dominate the championship. It, uh, I mean, they're going to struggle in the championship as well. Yeah. I think something needs to be done from the top down in at Sunderland. But it's fine. We don't want them in the Premier League. <laughs> you know, they, can, they can lay in the championship for a few years. It's fine. The problem is they do not have 
um, players who who go in and have aspirations to do well. Their their best goal scorer is thirty four plus in Jermaine yeah. Defoe. Um, they they're not going to let him go. But at the same time, there must be a point where you go like, we can't just be relegation fodder every season. We need to do something. But the problem is. They need, as you say, top to bottom, it needs to change. So from the owners to the coach to the approach, they almost, dare I say, need to do a Newcastle United fine. The Magpies were lucky that they got a guy like Rafa Benitez who had complete control over the club affairs, and that's made a huge difference. So currently top of uh, the championship, but that could all change with Brighton playing Cardiff. But that said, I don't see Sunderland doing anything besides being in a villa or sliding further down like Fulham. Or, or leads getting uh, stuck down it's, it's there. It's gonna happen. Yeah. Because every year, like you said, they've you know, they're always in the relegation zone, they just somehow scrape through. And I think this year it's it, it has to be. They they can't just scrape another year and, and, and be in the Premier League. They they just don't seem like a good enough team to be in the Premier League. No, they don't. I, I wanna quickly talk about uh Arsene Wenger. Um obviously he's been charged by the FA for his uh his <laughs> His push on a fourth official, which was quite strange to see. Um, although Arsenal did win 2-1, he has since apologised. We're waiting to see now how long that is, but I think it's going to be a lengthy touchline ban. Yeah, apparently he cursed the referee and uh, called him a cheat and whatever. But I mean, he should have just accepted, you know, walk up, go sit in the box and chill, man. Yeah. No point in, what is he going to do from the tunnel? But he's, he's, he's in a bit of trouble and he should uh, accept his ban, whatever it is going to be. Problem is, you know, they've got a fixture against, I think he might miss the Chelsea one. because uh, and, and Tokyo of Chelsea, their, their season is going to be interesting because they got Liverpool next and Arsenal. So if they were to pick up wins against both of them, then I'd say, you know, concluded Chelsea going to win the title. We can move on from there. Yeah. And... Uh, but if, like, you know, maybe Arsenal and Liverpool pick up uh, wins, that will cut Chelsea's lead at the top by to two points. So it might be it might be interesting, eh? Yeah, that's what we want from a neutral point of view. I mean, just to touch on that, Wenger, uh, look, I'm not condoning what he did by any means, but I quite like that a manager gets so fired up and so passionate about what's going on that he feels he has to push the fourth official and swear at them. I quite like that. I'm not saying it's right, but I like... Especially when it's a 60-year-old man. Well, th- this is it. After 20 years at a club, it's great, it's great to yeah. see. Let's talk about uh, Liverpool. No one... Let's be honest, no one saw the results at Anfield coming, did they? I mean, Swansea City, Lorente, you beauty. If you were neutral, it really was a day for the underdog. Yeah, I know. I totally loved it. I was loving it, except when they brought it back to 2-2. <laughs> but you always knew Swansea had a little bit that they were going to get lucky on the day. And it's just about that. I mean, you you got to make your luck. They took their chances and they beat Liverpool. But then again, Liverpool's defence is rubbish. Oh, wow, it is. It's terrible. They, I it's mean, terrible. and then Jurgen Klopp uh, plays long balls after he criticised Jose Mourinho about doing that. So, um, yeah, interesting that they, they, you know, they keep dropping these points against the bottom sides, you know, the likes of Burnley and, and uh, Bournemouth. And that's why I think Liverpool won't win the Premier League is because they drop too many points against teams like that. Ah, spot on, spot on. I have to agree with you. Until you are putting teams away, grinding away, getting those results at home, if you consider yourself a title contender, 
you need to be winning every single game. Now, let's also quickly touch on the match from Saturday. It was the last uh, match of the day. Manchester City um, squandering that lead, letting Tottenham in the back door. Two shots on target from Spurs. Two all it finishes. Pep's not having the greatest time, is he? Nah, he's, uh, he's having a bit of a bad run, eh? And I think he's taking it out on the media as well. Uh, I mean, Spurs are a team that this season are proving that they can they can, they can can fight it out. Last season, they capitulated against like Chelsea and stuff. But this season, they, 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 they're standing their ground, eh? Yeah. Mauricio Pochettino is class. I tell you, he is class. It won't surprise me if he gets linked... With a big club, I'm not no disrespect to Spurs. I just heard all the Spurs fans just with a collective sigh, going, "What are you talking about?" And the Arsenal uh, supporters are just giving you a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, thanks to the Gunners fans. But he's a manager who's quality, and there's no doubt in my mind he's going to be looked at by the bigger clubs in the world. He's turned Spurs into a proper proper team. That if results go their way and they continue fighting the way they're doing, they could be close to title contention if Chelsea slip up. Let's quickly touch on some fantasy football because I think that Swansea game also messed up a lot of fantasy managers. I know um, our good friend uh, Ifan um, Adam, he was <laughs> cursing on Twitter saying, I can't believe this messed up my whole fantasy thing. But it's an interesting one because this weekend you look ahead to the games and I think you. You'd be rewarded if you kept with your Sanchez and with your Costa in the team. I think maybe time to start looking at switching out uh, some of the Liverpool players, especially if they're in defence. And and who knows, maybe a Lorente is not a bad idea to to bring him into the mix for Swansea. Or an Andy Carroll, maybe, for that like. But then again, let's look at the next fixture. I mean, they've got Man City at home. Uh, that might be tricky. But West Ham will uh, back the, themselves, though. I think I don't know, eh? City might just steamroll over them. They're probably <laughs> going to be, uh, they're going to be, uh, you know, under pressure. Yeah. And they'll, they'll want to deliver because they haven't been doing too well. They've been sliding down the table. But uh, look, from a fantasy point of view, uh, you might want to look at, you know, players like, uh, maybe, like you said, uh, Liverpool. You don't want to get Lorente. You know, it's just not too consistent. You know, in fantasy, you need the guy to get at least five to eight points every week. Yeah. And a guy like Lorente, he tends to not get that all the time. Yeah. And uh, they're going to be up against uh, Southampton. So, it's it's. I don't think you'd go with him. Yeah, and remember, this weekend there's no uh, Premier League football. Uh, it yeah. resumes on Tuesday, the 31st. So, um, you have the transfer window. Eh? Yeah, so also... If you have just hit rock bottom as a manager and you need some inspiration, once that window closes, not a bad idea to whip out that wild card. Just saying. Not a bad idea. Yeah, after, obviously after the transfer window. Yeah. But, uh, you know, maybe look at uh, Deli Ali from uh, Spurs. He's getting points every week. He's yeah. doing well. Great for him. Uh, he, he might be a, a, good, a good buy. Unfortunately, Mo, we've run out of time uh, on Football 2 Plus 3 today. Remember to follow us on uh, Twitter at Football 2 Plus 3. You can find the podcast on the Ginger's Perspective on the cliffcentral.com page as well as iTunes and on my website csduplicy.co.za. Mo, your final words? As always, be champions. There you have it. Thanks for listening to Football 2 Plus 3. We'll catch you again next week after those fixtures that promise to go a long way in deciding who wins the title this season.